Okay, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone who's listening into this podcast. I'm glad you're with us again for our second week running. Um, today's conversation is about why black men appear to be intimidated by strong black women. Um, I imagine when I open this one up, we're going to talk about whether that is indeed the case, um, what some of the causes of it might be. Um, and yeah, you'll kind of have a have a lively debate or discussion depending on which way we or how we answer the, the, the question or approach it so quick one my name is a well i don't really care what you call me to be fair at this point but yeah i'm on this i'll be facilitating and mediating this uh podcast between jay and jay <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's a good starting point all right cool so funny enough this was a conversation or off the back of the last podcast this was something jay female um suggested and actually had the room in bits because we were ready to start another podcast there and then um, because it was such a fire uh, question. So obviously we're looking forward to, to running through that today. So I'm going to let her kind of come up a little bit more with why you even suggested that as a question or why you think it's worthy of discussion. Go on, Jay. Okay, the reason why I threw out that question was because of conversations I'd been having within my girly groups. Um, I shouldn't say girly women groups. Um, it was more a case of how society has changed to date. Women are more independent. Women are more self-sufficient. Women are now deemed to be go-getters and sometimes intimidating to a man in general. And we know society is not easy on a black man in general. So if they're up against the societal trials and tribulations, then to also be up against independent women, sorry, how do they deal with that? That's where that question came from. It was just off the back of numerous conversations with other females that felt like they meet good black men, but because they are so self-sufficient, there's an issue and they don't know how to deal with that without feeling like they need to kind of start lying or throwing themselves at you in other ways, monetary gifts, presents, all those types of things. And that's just not what independent women should say. And I don't really like that term, independent women. I just say self-sufficient women that are striving to break barriers and to be successful, really. Okay. Mel J, what are you saying to that? Um, it's a good, good, good question. Um, I think I'm going to play both sides of the male fence. Go ahead. Some of it applies to me and some of it doesn't. But I think the question here, why are some men intimidated? I think it's just that some men, not because there's a large proportion of men who like a strong woman. There's a larger proportion of men who probably want a woman to be a woman. And I think over the years, women have started to almost become more manly or more male-like, what was typically seen as male-like in relationships. Um, before, you know, it's about chivalry. The man goes out, he pays for the restaurant, um, pulls out the chair, pushes it back in, you know, does the, what was considered the male things, um, breadwinners almost. Women were seen as the housewives. I think, especially for black women, that has almost taken a back seat and the woman wants to show that she is on almost the same level as men so i want to pay my own way in the restaurant uh i'm gonna drive you're not gonna drive i'm gonna drive there and in the relationship it's more 50 50 than say 80 20 in terms of the relationship I can find i stop you there of course 
sorry. Why do you think black women feel like they need to do that? Or why do you feel the shift has kind of changed a little bit? Hmm, why do I think? I think personally, and this is controversial, I think personally, it could stem from the generation before us, the women before us, um, a proportion, I never say most of them or majority because I don't know the majority of people, so I never say the majority, but a number of them were single mothers bringing up uh, young men and young women. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time they didn't want the woman to be like them at that time where it was they were more dependent on a man. And it was the push to be independent, be strong. There was a whole strong black women kind of movement. Don't let a man take you for a fool, you know, always have your own money. I've heard it from in my family themselves. So it made the women grow up making sure that they can be self-sufficient. And if that meant I'm going to be the breadwinner, I'm going to earn more money. That was the way. That's where I think it started, a lot of that. And for the women not to end up like some of their mothers did, which was single mothers raising children. Now, again, I'm not saying that's a large proportion because I don't know everybody, but I certainly, where I grew up, I saw a lot of that. So it was almost to encourage the women to be better, to be stronger and not rely on anybody but themselves. So with you saying that, does that now warrant why black women or black men should feel intimidated? If you're aware of that and what that happened in the past, if women are independent and you're aware of that backstory generically across the board, should independent or driven black women be penalised if we know that is what they've been up against or that could potentially be something that they came up against growing up? I don't think it should be, but I think it I don't think they should ever look at that as something um, negative, but it could be seen as negative easily. You know, it's it could, seen as could be seen as negative. Sorry? It is seen as quite negative a lot of the time, or it's or passing comments are made quite a lot. So why well, do you, from a male perspective, why do you feel that is? Okay, so I think. So go ahead, Eddie. Sorry, I just wait to say, why, what what do we understand by that term, independent or strong black woman, and then we can go into why men are intimidated by those traits or those uh, or how it's uh, expressed. I think Jay just explains what he sees as a strong black woman and the background of it. So, my question was, I thought it was very clear, why are black women now kind of being penalised for it? If they know that was the struggle that they'd seen their parents or grandparents kind of have to deal with, then why is this generation now suffering from it if men or black men are aware of that being a backstory? I don't think all men are aware of it, and some men. I didn't say all. And and some men are. With, with that, sometimes comes a different conversation. Comes the conversation on what do you need from me as the man? Well, you know, men want to give security, sometimes finance, um, emotional support, and sometimes it almost seems like there is not enough space to give any of that or the woman is not allowing the man to give any of that. I can only speak from from black women because I've only 
I've dated black women. I'm not sure if that goes across the board, but a lot of black men see that as in, look, it's not worth the hassle that comes up. I don't want a woman that's going to be earning as much as me or as a business as well. I want her to kind of rely on me a bit or let me be the man and her be the woman. These are conversations I've had with other men. So I'm not sure if penalise is the word, is, is the correct word, but it, it definitely... It definitely is an issue. Let me be the man and you be the woman. Okay. And that's not always the case. That doesn't always seemingly be the case. So I want to take it back to that first thing you said, Jay, about um, when you kind of defined what strong black women are. And I think you used a a, um, phrase that I kind of work with as well about these traditional gender roles or whatever. Is it that the way strong, independent black women express that strength and independence is with a very masculine energy that potentially emasculates men or makes these guys who are intimidated by them feel emasculated and that's what they're intimidated by? Is that to me? Yeah. I, uh, so, yeah, I, I think that that could definitely be part of it. If you're emasculated. You know, as I, as I said, man wants to feel like a man. He wants to feel like, not like someone's relying on them, but I'm the man in this relationship. I wear the trousers, so there's certain things I'm going to want to do. There's certain things I want you to want me to do. And currently, there's a lot of women that are saying, and rightfully so, well, I don't need you for that. So, no, I don't need you to earn the money because I've got my money. You know, it's like we build a table together, but a lot of women are coming and saying, I've got my own table. So, how about you bring your stuff and we make a new table <laughs> you know rather than you're the man so I expect you to do everything I, I, what's wrong with a woman sorry I'm not going here. what's wrong with a woman saying I've already got my table let's build a new table what's so wrong in a woman saying that for me I don't have a problem with it I have no problem okay. I, I, I prefer a woman to say Let, let's build a table great We're, it's a partnership but there are a lot of people, mm-hmm. men, who are brought up otherwise. They're brought up to be the man. You must provide A, B, and C. And a woman provides C, D, and E. So if you're saying that she's also bringing A, B, well, what am I going to do? What am I here for? What is my role? So sometimes it's they might not even know their role as the man. And that's what could be intimidating. You know, conversations with, you know, uh, do you drive, brother? No, I don't. My partner drives. What do you mean your partner drives and you don't? No, there's all those kind of things that go into it. My partner owns more than me. It's almost like you, the man, will be looked down and you might take it out on your partner. Like, she's too strong. She, she's too good for you, almost. Because if she is, again, a different conversation. Is she too good for me? If if she doesn't rely on me for anything or doesn't need anything from me, why is she going to stay with me if I'm not in that situation? You know, years gone by, if, a, if you were a man and you didn't have your own car, you didn't have your own house, you didn't have a good job, you might not be able to start a relationship or even talk to certain women because they will tell you straight away now you're not on the same level as me so things like that also play part in it is this the black equivalent of that saying where you say you punching above your weight so because this sounds like if there's a disparity between things like earning an income so just kind of dealing with what we are considering um, a stronger, independent black woman. So a woman who's got her own, who can do for herself, who's self-sufficient, basically. That self-sufficiency, yeah. when a man or certain men 
come and meet that. Is it right there from the from the off the bat? If he's gonna feel intimidated by that, is that because he himself is already out of his league? He's already punching above his weight. Yeah, and then conversely, does that mean black women need to raise the standard of men that they're attracted to? So you can't just look at a man because you like him physically. That means you want to be with him, and then you're going to encounter these kind of problems of of him feeling intimidated. Yeah, but that's what I think a lot of men need to understand is if you're coming to a table and your table's got four legs and an extra backup one just in case something don't work out, she's coming to the table and she's aware of you might not having your thing together in terms of living situation, driving, finances, blah, blah. These women coming to you are, coming to you are aware of the situation. So the fact that they these men potentially now feel insecure... That's a problem within themselves because the woman can actually see that. So there shouldn't really be an issue. And just because the man's feeling some type of way, he shouldn't then project that onto the woman. Because if he's, if you know you're potentially chasing a woman that's got shit together, her own house, her own car, her own money, she's not really looking at you like that, but for companionship, etc. Then why are you going to then make her feel some type of way just because she's able to provide for herself she's aware that you might not have your stuff together but she's willing to give you that opportunity why is that such a bad thing we don't always know that she's prepared to give us that opportunity so if, if you well best believe if she hears your situation and she still sticks around she's willing to give you a try sorry go on no no you go you go it, it's that even before that though it's that initial if if i know i don't have a car if i know i don't maybe have my stuff together at the moment i'm not where i want to be she is where she wants to be and i can see that i can see it project that um she works in a certain place i've seen her car i've seen how she carries herself i've seen her go to a bar and pay for everybody me as a man if i'm not in that situation i might not even approach her from then because it's almost like well what can i give this lady what can i provide and before again i'll go back historically it was a case of well, what can you do for me? I've got A, B, and C. Unless you were good looking or had a lot of money in your pocket, sometimes you wouldn't even get past that first conversation with a lady. So, so, <laughs> and that's, and I'll tell you that as a man that, that's been in that situation before, if I've got the same, it's almost like a level playing field. I'm not intimidated. I'm not scared because if the question does turn around and be like, well, what can you bring to the table? Yes, I work. Yes, I have a good job. Yes, I have a nice car. Yes, I can do two holidays a year. Everybody wants to be a business owner now. So I've also got these three side hustles. It's more conversation. And it's seemingly, I'm not saying it is, but it's seemingly more of a level playground. And she might be more interested in me if I say that than if I say, I don't have a job currently. Uh, I'm studying. I'm at home with my mum. And yes, I'm 35 years old. Out of the two stories, I know one of them is more than likely going to even get you a second date further in the conversation than the other one. So it's 100% down to intimidation and even that initial icebreaker. Okay, you see, off what you just said, now, well, just listening to both of you, actually, it just dawned on me that, is it then that it's the woman that's actually intimidating the man or is it just the man's insecurity of not being where they want to be and the, the woman doing better than him just kind of highlights that and if she's who's with him that's just who he's kind of taking it out on or who he's, he's blaming 
for his position. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I personally think that when a man's approaching a woman, he kind of susses her out. He gauges her, just like we do the same with a man. And I think that when he's approaching a woman, he kind of adds up in his head what kind of level playing field he's on. Is she a cut above me? Is she same as me or low? Then you start with the conversation. Simple questions. What do you do for work? Bloody, bloody, blah, blah, blah. You then start making assumptions by calculating whatever in your head, how you're going to now treat this woman. Now, if you feel in some way that she might be intellectually above you, financially above you, etc., and you still pursue it and you start feeling insecure later on, that's your problem because you already probably had those feelings and you knew that. You then can't come down later on the line and say, well, you know, you knew my situation. No, we both knew your situation. But if you knew you weren't really willing to level up to that or just be comfortable in having a woman that's progressive and wants to do well for herself, why are you then going to make her feel... Hmm. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Hello. I just heard it kind of flicker for a second. And I thought it might have. Um, <laughs> it's about to cut out. But yeah. Um. I don't know how to respond to that. To be honest. I I think it's what you initially want from the relationship. If it was to if it was to <laughs> if it was to build a relationship and you're looking a, a lifelong partner. Um, then the right person wouldn't intimidate you. Hopefully, um, and I don't want it to come out wrong, but hopefully she yeah. would be one that's going to actually help you get on your feet, build with you, and yeah. get you to that place where you want to be. If that was never your intention, then it would be a problem how she is in the long term. If you were, if you were not looking for that long term. Okay, I think just that looking... just. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was... You finish, and I was going to come in and say something as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, again, saying it the way you've just kind of framed it, Jay, um, I would say we now then need to look at when men and women are approaching each other, it's all about that starting point, what kind of relationship you were aiming for. Now, I think sometimes, because I've heard this thing about women talking about men feeling intimidated by them and so on. And it usually turns out to be the case is the woman who's got her stuff together and who's on the right path, she's more than likely looking for an actual committed long-term relationship. Whereas for most guys, if I could speak for guys in general, when we first approach a woman, we're never approaching you straight away for a relationship. We're looking at the easy things we can get first of all. And obviously along the way, we might decide, right, she's a keeper. I can go further with this or I can work with this. And I think it's the men who usually come in for the physicals first that end up falling into that woman's lane because she's got her stuff together, she's doing stuff, so there's nothing really edging him out. Then he now ends up hanging around because there's nothing to to run away from, if that makes sense. The woman's got all, she ticks all these boxes, but then as that relationship progresses and it starts getting more along towards the line of being a bit more committed and stable, he his doubts or his, his insecurities because he's not where he wants to be, now that starts rearing up. And that's when the intimidation starts kicking in. Because for the woman, it was all lovely and nice up until that point because she didn't think she, there was a problem here because she's doing better than him or whatever. But 
as you always say, women tend to look for ambitious men or a man with a plan or a man with goals. Now, if I'm not where I want to be, I'm already insecure about that. Then now as this relationship that's developed or progressed from just being a physical thing to a committed thing, I know this woman's going to have certain expectations of me as a man. Now, my insecurities are now banging my head in. They're kicking me in, telling me, boy, I might not be the guy for this woman right now. Like, I ain't got that. Then before you know it, my insecurities start becoming a thing where she turns her neck for another guy or she looks at another man's car or she praises another man or she likes something on, online or whatever. All of a sudden, I'm taking out all my frustration. With me. Might that be what it is? Yes. <laughs> I've seen it many, many times. <laughs> seen that many times. And it, yeah, like you said, it's it, it comes from the approach and it was usually men... Uh, uh, Jay might agree or disagree, but men are intention hasn't always been this is this is the person I'm building my life with. This is just a hey, she's mm. nice, want to get with her, and then you know mm-hmm. it happens a couple of times, and then yeah, you may fall into a relationship, and you weren't thinking about her job because you wasn't looking long term. But the, the longer you're with her, and you realize she is doing really well, it can be intimidating for certain guys. Other mm. guys, that's that's the ideal. You would have gone in it looking for that partner. This is who I want to build my life with, who I want to have children with. And it won't be intimidating. But yeah, it, it's it's just that. It could only, if you went in for the first one, as soon as she then puts that attention to somebody else, you automatically feel inferior. Or maybe if she didn't have that big job and he didn't have that big job, she might be interested in me. Um, if mm-hmm. I was this way, or if she was on the same level as me, then I wouldn't feel anyway about this other guy that seems to be on the inside looking out better than me so it could yeah that that, that I, I've, I've again i've seen i have a lot of male friends and we talk a lot so i've seen both of those kind of um scenarios play out mm-hmm. who just joined us by the way caroline hey caroline how are you you're right i'm all right interesting conversation i've just joined so um no, no probes of listening first I think we lost mm-hmm. yes I think we did but she'll probably dial back in in a sec okay um, probably just something in terms of connectivity or whatever that cuts out so um, Carolyn you've obviously probably missed the beginning part of the conversation um, and that's absolutely fine because it's good that you can probably come in with a blind um, perspective on this so you know what the question is why are why are why do black men seem to be or some black men um why are they intimidated by strong black women what's your take on that i don't think i think the word intimidation is ambiguous i don't okay. think, i think i don't think it's intimidation it's just ashamed you know if if you're with a woman who earns more than you and successful you'll be ashamed naturally I don't mm-hmm. think you will not be intimidated because for you to be with her in the first place and approached her, you must you must have felt you know you must have known some form of background about the woman. But I think you know there could be a shame that they're not where they're supposed to be at that time, and that she's doing that. You know, um, I think a lot of black men have a lot of. Um, in regards to the success, they have a lot of um, what do they call it um, insecurities. No, they have a lot of 
struggles they have to go through in regards to the system because obviously the system don't really allow a lot of black men to achieve a lot of things in regards to to that to their most optimal level unless you are a black man mm-hmm. really a fighter like you can fight for yourself and you have self knowledge right you're able to do that at a faster pace and also we've got you know upbringing that matters parents the way you you know your examples your role models your peer groups as black men but i think it's a shame it's a thing that it's a shame but not intimidation intimidation is quite ambiguous for me and that's my opinion no that's a fair point that's a fair point uh it seems like a couple other people have just joined us uh who's that jones jones my god <laughs> <laughs> you're right, yeah. You yeah, made yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just about where. Yeah. Did anybody else jump in just now? No, same people here. All right, okay, cool, cool. So, what did you guys um, think of what Carolyn just said from what you just heard? That intimidation is perhaps too strong a word, or it's a too ambiguous a word, um, and that there are some aspects of the system that's to blame with regards to the challenges black men face on a daily meaning that it's harder for us to achieve and um, realize the potential that we have or where we want to be and in essence that that causes a sort of a schism between us and the level of success black women attain and so rather than being intimidated it's probably a bit more of a frustration from the way the system or the boxes that the system pigeon us all Now, I don't really agree with that because I think if we keep using that same narrative of the systems against us, the systems against us, how are we ever going to push through to change that system? And if we're not in support of the women that we have that are trying to push through the system, and I'm not saying each person, the women struggles harder, the man struggles harder. I think the men's is technically a lot harder than us, the females. However, if we're not trying to support each other in that way and they're meeting a strong, empowered female, we should be able to kind of listen to each other and teach each other things. So we kind of rub off on each other. So I don't think, I just think we're using that as a little bit of an excuse. And okay, intimidation might be a bit of a strong word, but I still think there's elements to us kind of not supporting each other and communicating as good as as much as we should is an issue within itself because if your woman's earning more than you or whatever she's more successful than you you shouldn't really look at that as a negative that should really be a positive and it should be a support system to be like right what else can we do to get to that next level I think we can have, we, I think it's bigger than what we see in it now because if you look at Africa right the men in Africa the system don't fight them to not achieve they achieving very well women are cut up coming as well so I think if we're talking about in the aspect of UK or European systematic um, levels then of course there's you know there's a cultural conflict there so of course yes you want the men to you you want the men to support the strong black woman the strong woman that is you know uh, working hard and successful 
but in the natural realm of things a man is supposed to be a leader in my opinion of that definitely you understand and so what it is if you combine two heads together and one head is not balanced then of course there's going to be a conflict of interest I think um I think intimidation is the correct word to use myself because you know a lot of times men are generally intimidated so I wouldn't call it something else and, and take away from what it is um if somebody's doing better than you yeah you, you will say that you're generally intimidated I don't want to approach that person because she's got ABC going on and I'm not there yet um the system being against you I'm not sure how relevant that is in terms of how you look at somebody in a relationship with you or, or, or approaching somebody that you want to be in a relationship with because the system depending on what you're doing it might not be the system that holding you back it, there might be tons of opportunities you might not just be taking them so I wouldn't say it's the system and I don't think it's um, bound by region ever either sorry you know a, a strong black woman is a strong black woman no matter where she's on the planet and a man's gonna be intimidated or not no matter where he is I, I wouldn't say it's just the UK um, so that's my thoughts on, on, on that point a good point mm-hmm. I mean I think where Carolyn was coming from the systematic um, challenges that black men face especially in the western world I think it's more so it's a more of a wider thing it's not a direct link or a direct correlation or a direct explanation for it i think it's something that runs in the background that contributes to that feeling of intimidation because i think whatever intimidation black men or those black men who feel from successful or strong black women are feeling it's not necessarily just down to their own insecurities of not being where they are or where they want to get to it's is there something in the relationship between the way a black woman who's successful and independent is making that black man feel so because that's the one that's the part i want to actually explore because when you hear this conversation happening quite a lot or how it plays out usually there's other words men or black men use to either label or attack those strong black women so we all used to the one for instance in the white workplace where a black woman who stands up for herself and speaks her mind or who's forthright is labeled aggressive mm-hmm. is there a similar type of miscommunication going on here where black men are seeing a strong powerful black woman and instead of recognizing her as a queen that she is you're seeing her as being too mouthy or lacking respect or not um um living up to the gender roles as we say where the man has to be a leader let me be let me be a man is there something else going on beyond just this idea of the black woman successful she's earning more than me therefore i'm intimidated what there must be more to the to, to this male intimidation from women i think i think, t- I think the two um, yeah. i watched i watched a show um it was an american show well steve harvey was on there as well it was called why successful black women cannot find a man and on there hill Hill harper was on there as well and steve harvey mentioned that the word intimidation was mentioned and steve harvey did say that it was too strong a word because then you're putting yours as a woman you're putting yourself in a position to say that because of abc the man is intimidated by you 
and you're giving yourself that label obviously the labels the label of i'm too powerful all right mm. so um then he'll help i give an example of michelle obama and barack obama michelle obama was more way more successful than barack obama but barack was not intimidated barack had potential if a man has got potential they will not be intimidated rather the word being ashamed might be like oh or frustrated that they can't get there soon it's up to the black successful woman to push the black man because now look what happened to Barack Obama he became the president of America you know so I think the labels that we use as well can also contribute to um, this sort of how can I say this sort of uh, the position of power that we put ourselves in when we shouldn't we mm. should really really be if you're equally yoked right you should mm-hmm. be, you should see the potential in each other regardless of whether the job because a job does not make a person it is your gift and your visions mm. i okay, totally sorry. Sorry. sorry go no go go no go go i totally agree but this word intimidation is not something that i've I personally feel that the black woman would put out and say that black men find them intimidated. From just conversations within my circle and external circles, that's the word that's been used by a black man to them to say, yeah, I find you intimidated or I was intimidated by you. That word is actually used by a black man. So I wouldn't say it's too strong. I would say if black men are using that word because they are honestly and openly having that conversation with you and saying that they feel intimidated, take it for what it is. We can't then change it and say it's too strong a word. Um, And if that's the case, if intimidation is too strong a word, what alternative word can we use? Hmm. I I, I, I second that. I think that, you know, having having heard the word used, I would say that you know because steve harvey said it shouldn't be as hard no i've actually heard people say i am intimidated because of he's got a benz bro and i'm driving an audi or something like that i'm intimidated because of the reasons that the person will then give Mm -hmm. so so i think back to your part are you back to your point a um I, i think they're two different things and sometimes they do get get um the lines and the barriers moved on them a strong black woman is not an angry black woman or an aggressive black woman because you're a strong black woman doesn't mean that you're aggressive or that you 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 talk out of turn or or whatever it is the label that they give them i know the work the the workplaces a lot of them the the white owned workplaces use that but i think that i think they're different you can be a strong black woman because you've got a good job because you are raising kids by yourself because you've got uh, two or three properties you've got a, a business on the side and or, or three businesses you hold uh, regular church meetings it, that is a strong black woman to me that an, an upset person or somebody that's angry and and seemingly aggressive is, is not the same and I don't think that's what intimidates black men because to be honest I think a lot of us are used to that <laughs> I think um I think I think they're different. I think they're different. So I, I don't think that because a woman, how she acts personally, her personality is a representative of her being strong, strong black woman. I think it's what she has going for her that would uh, endure the term strong black woman. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I think we can't yeah. conflate the two 
in terms of being strong or being independent should not should not be seen as a negative and that's got me thinking about why why is that it's intimidated the word that these black guys are choosing to describe a strong successful black woman because as carolyn kind of said or in relation to a story about the steve harvey thing and if i'm being fair that's kind of how i slightly look at it i think intimidated seems to be a strong word because of its connotations with power meaning that if i'm intimidated by this black woman it's because she has some power that i don't have or she has more power than i have so my Mm -hmm. question next then is why why am i considering a black woman with power to be a threat of any kind is it does that speak a lot to how the black woman is looked upon in society including by us as black men that a black woman who's got any worth is a threat Mm. i mean this is the argument we say about why white folk oppress us Mm. is it the power of the black man so they put their they keep their boots on our neck well why are we as black men now doing the same thing to our sisters or our women i think it's just that power the the power balance who has the power person with the power dictates how things are going to go so i think if you don't have the power sometimes you don't have the say and it could be that in a relationship if you can't afford to say when we're going on holiday then you, oh, wow you know, yeah power. if you don't <laughs> if you don't have the power to say we're upgrading our car sit down mm. <laughs> you know, it could be seen as if that you can't even say the basics of where we eat and out you can out, only yeah. you've only got no dogs, you have no she wants to go to <laughs> you can't say nothing you go where <laughs> she goes because she's driving <laughs> you don't have you don't have a, if you don't have power you don't have say <laughs> it's a democracy we'll decide, okay you can vote but listen really if you're not paying I'm deciding where we go I, I might one or one or two times yeah you can have a say but if it comes down to it the person with the power is probably the person who makes the decisions but i get that but can i just say a woman wants will be submissive for who she wants to actually be submissive to that makes sense so even if she might hold the power if she is in that relationship with you and she can see your potential, let's take the Barack Obama and Michelle situation into consideration. If she can see the power and potential within you, she will let you lead the way. It doesn't matter what she has because she's confident in where you are going to go and where you are going to be. So that's not a problem. And I just feel maybe some of these men out there that are using that word intimidation don't feel confident enough in themselves to get where they need to be or to get to where they want to be that they automatically see it as an obstacle and think well it doesn't matter anyway so i'm intimidated by i'm intimidated by her so let's just do what i can and if it doesn't work out it works out if it doesn't but then after that she intimidated me do you see what i mean like for michelle obama and barack obama you can see they stuck together he wasn't intimidated by that because he had other plans. He had potential, probably, yeah. He had a vision. Exactly. Well, I, I don't know that. Because for, for all we know, she was probably mugging and boying in my home saying, bruv, you better go apply for that presidency job. <laughs> the thing is... I, 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 I she did. She did. The, done it. The thing, using Barack, there's been many, many, many black men before that didn't. So, yeah. so yeah. to use him as an example, I get it. Don't don't get me wrong. I get it. I'm not, I'm not stupid, but... That's one. <laughs> That's one guy. And he happened to finally do it again. And he happened to that way, yeah. So, yeah, it happened, it happened, yeah. If you're not Michelle and you're not 
Barack, and you're you just hey, you're into admin. Um, you're, you're just a, a, a youth worker, a social worker, housing officer. It, I don't think it. I don't think it plays out the same. True. I, I'm getting a call. Yeah, I don't think it I think plays right. out the same. I think generally, men are gonna look at it and. Like we said right at the beginning of this, you will be intimidated. You will feel a certain way if you've come into relationship seemingly with less power and less going for you. Okay, can I can I just throw a little spanner in the work? Oh, my, my, no. my volume's gone. I'm going to have to jump out and jump back in, Ade. No worries. Right. We'll be here, we'll okay. be here. Don't worry. Can I just throw a little spanner in the works now? Um, As you do. Previous work... <laughs> can you just behave? Previous work colleague... Um, She's a high flyer, doing her damn thing. Um, they're not black. They are both white English. However, she's a high flyer. She is destined. She's doing her damn thing. She's making a mark. And he's just a social worker. Now, she was aware that he was just, that's what he wanted to do. And that's what his passion was. But they've now been together for, I think it's 10, 12 years. And they are very happy in their relationship. Why do situations like that work? for people outside of, I would say, black race and not for us. Okay, I'm going to challenge that because... Go ahead, I'm just throwing it out there. And I need to make that very clear. Whenever it seems like sometimes when we're having these conversations, it's very important that we point out, and I think we did already in this one, that we're talking about either a minority or a section of the community. So by no means is this conversation applicable to all of our of our community. Because as I'm listening to all of these viewpoints, I'm thinking, first of all, which type of black men are intimidated by a strong black woman? Because I think if I speak for any of the guys here, we'd all love a strong black woman. I think we all love a strong black woman. We, we, we actively cheer that on and we'll actually support that. Do you know what I mean? So there's something to be said for the type of guys that are like that. So in response to what you kind of just said, I think that does happen a lot of the time. And again, Michelle and Barak are an example of that, of where people are equally yoked or they bring different things to the table that together collectively is more than the sum of its parts. But I find the kind of women or the women who always have this issue with being or meeting men that appear intimidated by them. I personally think to my sisters, them, I need to tell them, listen, any man that feels intimidated by you, drop him out first and foremost because he's not a man on your level mm-hmm. you may like him he's nice he might do other things that man needs to get his head together or he needs to come on a podcast like this and, and, and reason with like mind so we can show him his own innate power and strengthen himself that it doesn't depend on his material um, goods or his ability to amass material wealth and it's more about his spirit and his character that women are still looking for mm-hmm. but that's just my opinion in the modern day we find more and more of our sisters are getting attracted to consumerism so if a man looks like he's bringing in the peas and he's, he's doing all of that that's what some women are getting attracted to and they also need to know that that's not what makes a man exactly i agree with you Ade, 110 percent. because what it is we've missed out values and a man or a human being without no vision of value because what it is material stuff that can can also uh, deteriorate they can also you know be valued at any point mm-hmm. but if you've got vision and a mission and values your values will never um uh, you know they'll never be depleted they'll you'll never lose your values unless you want to 
So these are the things mm. out. For example, I'll give an example of Tupac. He came out of nothing. He was a man who had a drug addict mother. He was homeless, but he had character. He had charisma. He walked in a meeting with a suit on without having money in his pocket. But because he and he would break the deal, the business deal, because he had charisma and character, he would he would break out the deal. So it's about the spirit of the man, the character, the value, and the vision. Mm-hmm. So being intimidated only, as you said, certain caliber of men would be intimidated, um, rather than the ones that those ones that are interested in materialism and things like that. So, two people we're obviously speaking to within this kind of conversation is one is the kind of men that are intimidated by strong, successful women, and two is those strong, successful women that feel men are intimidated by them. What is the message we want to give to one of those or to, to those two? What would every one of you guys take take it in terms or whatever? But I'd love to hear your answer to or what you would say to those men who feel intimidated by strong black women and what you would say to those strong black women who feel they're intimidating men. Oh. For me personally, I'll say like look into building your character, your spirit, your vision, and your mindset, because it's about a mindset now. You know, a mindset and mm-hmm. the type of people that your circle, what you surround yourself with, right, um, is also important. Get some mentors that you know you have a close next men- mentors that are actually spiritually strong, values they're intact and their character, their honesty and t- integrity. They will drive you to do what you need to do towards your goal. That's what I'll say. You know, rather than you being intimidated, surround yourself with people that are more wealthy than you in the mindset. Mm-hmm. That's my take on that. Who wants to approach that or hit that up next? What was the question again, please, Alex? So what would your message be to those women who feel intimidated um, or who feel they're intimidating men? And what would your message be to those men who feel intimidated by strong black women? For the women, I would say continue being you because this is who you are. Be comfortable in your skin and don't change for anybody. Yeah. And for the men, I would say if you meet a woman that you feel intimidated by, then you've got some self-evaluating to do. Do not project those insecurities or how you feel onto that woman. Because I'm pretty sure we're adults, you would have those types of conversations before you enter into any unionship. So if you feel like it's going to be an issue, it's an issue now, it will 100% be an issue at a later date. So don't feel like you can cover it over with some stickers or some plasters. Be real with yourself. Fair enough. <laughs> no, that's what this whole conversation is about. We tell it like it is. Jay, what's your take? Or what's your uh, uh, response to those to those to those guys and those women? My response would be to the men. Um, don't look at it as a bad thing if she's doing better than you. Um, use that. Like people have said, use that to either better yourself or or, or or know what it is that you want. 
you know because if you're feeling intimidated by her that must means that must mean somewhere along the line you think she's doing better than you it could be academically so maybe you might need to study and get that better job or it might be financially get a better job that's paying higher um or in general just use it use use your partner in a positive way um you know for the for the women i would say if there's a woman that out there it's a bit of a tricky one are you saying what would i say to a woman who thinks that she's being seen as a a, a strong black woman or who she thinks that she is a strong black woman to be honest yeah to any black woman who feels she's intimidating to men maybe i'd say to her change the people you're around then because if you're feeling like you're intimidating to men maybe that's the type of men you're surrounding yourself with maybe you need you know they say ship um fish in a different pond because if you're if, if you're if you're going to places where the men are not on the same level as you then maybe you need to change the places that you're going to and surround yourself with people who are more like-minded and secondly um just like i would say to the man give it a chance give the woman a different chance sometimes one person in a relationship has to build the other one up so i don't mean rub it in the face of the man but maybe say look this is how i got here we can both get you here as well but not in a you need to do everything i done and if you don't get out kind of way mm. generally let's let's i'm where i want to be let's now build you if you're happy for me to help you with that and i think right there and then men are either going to say yes or they're going to say no it's funny because before coming into approach this 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 question i actually thought there was going to be a whole lot more sort of um challenges to the way we're going to have this conversation funny enough it seemed quite straightforward once we realized who and what we're talking about that one there's not a wrong with a strong black woman um and it may just be that people are fishing in the wrong ponds to use your analogy and that we should embrace strong black women and strong black men equally and use that to grow so if the question now or if that question seems to be answered and you guys could tell me if that's right or wrong because the question originally is why are black men intimidated by strong black women so i think we've understood that to do with the, their insecurities or their lack of achievement and we've given some little reasons behind where that what that might be systematic uh barriers for example that seems to cut and dried or too straightforward have i missed something hmm. um i see i'm a very black and white type one and zeros i think that is hmm. the the majority um, of it what why they, why have we seen that way I don't mm. believe sorry but I don't believe it's I don't believe it's the Pythagoras theorem when it comes to it. I don't think it's that complicated mm. I think it could be mm. and if you broke it down and asked every man what they're intimidated by I think it would be much more simpler than people actually think mm. because I think when I originally heard the question honestly I wasn't thinking about things like the woman out earning or having more things than the man. I saw it more as as I say how that intimidation is tra- uh, communicated to the black to the to the black man. Is it that 
when a black woman feels more powerful per se or she's in the driving seat does she behave in a more masculine way that emasculates the black man is that what the issue is or challenges and now don't get me wrong not every successful or strong black woman is probably even aware she's displaying those those behaviors because i think that's what causes this problem that a strong black woman who is a goal-getter self-starter motivated strong all those good things in her single life which is great and has served the world to get her success when she's now in a relationship with a man who's not at her level it tends to come out in that sort of um bolsy way if that makes sense maybe her tone is a bit too masculine is not the word but it could be a bit too commanding her her the way she directs her man mm. can be a bit too short rather than um coercive or encouraging it becomes more commanding and demanding and is that what when men say they're intimidated by those women really the word intimidated is shorthand for she thinks she's wicked or she thinks she's better than because she does better than me could that be what what? it is yeah you know what like for me i'm naturally an assertive woman because i'm Mm -hmm. in a position of being a director on him you know are they and as a staff right so (laughs) the caliber of a person that i'll that will be with me will be so <laughs> to to understand that actually she's assertive because she's a leader she has to lead certain things right <laughs> and i think it's how the man views and understand the woman that he's with <laughs> and also i believe that the english language can also be confusing to be honest oh, well, this is why i questioned the word intimidation but we've agreed that intimidation is probably the most apt word in the absence of any other. Yeah. The I think that whole thing about where a strong woman is in those positions where you have to have those traits. I'm trying to understand the women that do make it work. So I don't imagine Michelle Obama or Maya Angelou or mm-hmm. uh, uh, an Oprah or a Beyonce or any of those lot make their men feel that way whether they're on top or below i mean there's a lot of successful black women or a lot of successful women full stop who deal with men who let's take celebrities for instance who are always in the limelight i'm not advocating celebrity as any standard or measure to live by i'm just saying wealthy famous successful people who everyone are aware of and the spotlight's always on them when they have partners who are not equally in the spotlight how do those guys feel because it doesn't appear there's ever a problem with them. So how did they make it work? They're not in the spotlight, but what are they doing to compensate, I should say, for not being in the spotlight? They might be, let's take Kelly Rowland, for instance. Her husband's not in the spotlight, but he's still within that industry. So he probably he's, he's surrounded by those like-minded people. Um, Again, you can't really use Jay-Z and Beyonce because they're both entertainers. But um, I would say most people, because of the people that you're surrounded by, you naturally gravitate to people that are in your immediate circle or just in the extended circle. So they're not that much different from yourself. Hmm. And this is the other thing about 
always trying to be meet people that you're compatible with that are within that sort of similar circle or within that same sphere of influence you, you go for someone widely different to you you're going to have all these kind of problems and you're probably not going to find the common the common words or the common terms to kind of have that relationship on I still feel like there's more to this idea of black women intimidating black men or black men feeling intimidated by successful, strong black women. Because we've kind of talked about this largely around people's work or people's um, source of income. What other values of worth do people have that could be intimidating? Because I don't think all strong black women are only strong um, because of the job they do or the money they bring in. Exactly. There's loads of other ways that women, black women are strong. You could be a matriarch of a big family, and I've actually seen that too, where um, I know someone who the part, the woman he was partnered with, she was one of like four sisters. And in that household or in that family structure there, their mother was a very strong black woman. And because there was no boys, there was just four girls that grew up. The house is very much... Um, a female-led household so all of the partners all the men of all those sisters almost all felt a little browby i don't know exactly why that was for them but that's just a scenario i'm giving them but you're a man you've met a black woman stronger otherwise and perhaps she comes from a very strong female background loads of sisters lots of aunts loads of moms, or whatever and you're automatically intimidated by that. I, I think, um, again, when we first started talking, it, we used the uh, the job and the finances as one aspect, but we did say, I know I said she, it could be that she's um, doing things for the community, for her friends and so on. I think, yes, sometimes mm-hmm. that is seen as um, intimidated for some, for some men. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she seems to be the centre of everything and she's also got a great support network and she's yeah she's strong that way so I, I don't think it's just um strength is just the type of work you do or the amount of money that you earn i think strength can be could be a numerous amount of things uh but i think the easiest way to say it was the type of work because a lot of times a lot of times when you're approaching someone you don't know those other things about them. you don't know if she has four 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 sisters on an initial conversation or an initial approach to her because um, you can pretty much tell somebody's going to be a strong woman I think Jay said it earlier fr- from the initial conversation when you see this person you see how they act you see how they are around other people um, in the sense they're in you can kind of determine if they're if they're what we would call a strong black woman or not and that again that's without anything else at that moment so staying on that theme, it could even be like a woman who's proud of her beauty, proud of her body and all the rest of it. So she wears quite empowering clothing. I'll put it in that way. And some guys might just what seems like hating on her, like, why you always have to dress like that, blah, 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 blah. Would that be considered a form of intimidation? Because he's claiming you're bringing too much attention my way. Your, your social media life is too lit right now mm. I'm not about that but if he 
if he met her within that social media life and that is how she was before he met her he is in no position to tell her that she needs to change because what then what i would say is that woman not saying that's what i would do but as that woman i would say so what attracted you to me in the first place because if this you you were attracted to me off your social media presence and the provocative clothes that i'm wearing why do i now have to change if you know that's how you know if, if only it was that easy uh, I can tell you I do photography and I speak to a lot of models predominantly women and that is a daily occurrence I had the conversation before I came on this call with one who it's the attention it goes back to what we say we said already for a man sometimes it's okay I understand I met you this way I, sh- I you know I took my shot I knew I wasn't in your league, but hey, I managed to get you. Um, you're now online and I see it. You're getting the attention. You're getting the likes. One of those likes could be that guy that's more aligned with you than I am. So there's that risk. Now, do I want you taking all those pictures and people seeing seeing that? And you possibly putting yourself on the market? She's just saying, you know what? This is, this is what I do. I just, I like to model. Um, I've got a nice face and I enjoy doing it. He's seeing it as in your on the market others are going to see this and they might be better than me at whatever situation and i don't like that it's a it, you know it's it's the cheek of it <laughs> to start with the cheek of it but you met me knowing that but listen going on i don't want that i don't want i don't want to um what's the word i'm looking for i don't want you to be anybody else's potential i don't want you almost putting yourself in that window anymore I can't tell you to stop because you're well some do some actually say well no stop especially in social media were you saying mm, but were you saying that i don't want you to do that that's indirectly telling her to stop yes. so you can say i don't want you to do that so you're just kind of not necessarily he's just he's just expressing how he feels about a situation or about something he's not saying he's not giving um edicts or issuing demands one way or the other he is because regardless of him expressing that she's now going to walk away thinking okay he doesn't want me to do that so that's going to be playing in the back of her mind and she's going to be like okay he doesn't want me to do that what are my options is it my career or exactly how he met me do I stop doing that and then you've got to think about this is where the problem will arise if you then put those thoughts in her mind be prepared for the backlash because then if she stops doing that and let's say she made a living off that that might be the only way that she knows how to make a living. Now then if she now sits still, exactly. If she now then sits still and she's not making any money, it's gonna eventually affect you because you're gonna be like, okay, you're at home every day. Okay, you're cooking and cleaning and if she's doing that or whatever, but you're not doing anything else. You've just taken her away from something that she enjoys and something that she could have potentially changed into a different career. But you've now asked her to step away from that. Then now you're gonna have the audacity to actually say to her, oh, actually, I don't want to deal with you just sitting at home every yeah, day doing she's, nothing. She's, this, she's still with me. That's how they look at it. She's still with me. <laughs> I'd, rather deal, I'd rather deal with that headache than not having her. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I, this is stuff I hear at, on, on a regular basis. And they would rather... Can this then be losing identity? Because I, I remember I wrote a chapter in my book called Relationship Identities. A lot of people lose their identities mm-hmm. in relationships, right? So, so, so basically, if 
But if, say, for example, what uh, you just said, if that's what she knows what to do, those are the tools that she knows how to do to earn a living, right? So now the man is intimidated by her, those tools that she's using to earn a living, then which means she's now going to lose her identity, who she is, in order to submit to what the, her partner wants her to do. So then who's going to be, who's the intimidated person in this regard? Mm, that is a very good point. The same way as a woman comes in a relationship where a, a man has children and she then instantly picks up an identity of a stepmother. She doesn't know how to be a stepmom. She's never had kids, right? Um, how this man knows her, you know, you must do this for my children, you must do that. Would she feel intimidated by that man telling her, okay, well, I need you to act this way in a relationship because I've got children. Mm. That's a very, very good point. I think, yeah, that's a very good point. I've always thought about the little roles that we all play when we get into relationships. And yeah, those different sort of labels really must affect that and bring its own intimidations or its own pressures as well. Mm, Is it intimidation? Is that intimidation or is that part and parcel of a relationship you might not be intimidated it might just be um is it more emotional than intimidation um i'm, I'm thinking as i'm talking but i wouldn't have said that something that's intimidating the, the act itself of being a stepmother or a stepfather could be intimidating but i think if the person mm, is saying yeah. like this is what i want for my kids or how i'd like you guys to be maybe that's not Maybe when you look at it, it could be an intimidation. It could be an intimidation. Okay. Oh my gosh, I've got to make sure I impress her children, or that I don't um, act a certain act way. Certain but, way. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm not sure if that would be intimidating. But it could be intimidating. Relationship. It's probably intimidating. Yeah. Not, it's intimi- yeah. Not intimidation. Not intimidation. Are you still there? Sorry, keep you still there. Adam. Yeah, no, because it, it seems like you potentially, you're running the risk of, it's almost like an ultimatum as well. Like, this is something, if I don't get it quite right, could potentially affect my relationship. Relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well enough or to the expected standard. Yeah. I could yeah. potentially lose to someone who does know how, who has already got children or who does know how to play this game already. Yeah, yeah, that's how I would see it. But I don't, yeah. Um, so in, in regards to the girl that has got the social media job, whatnot, um, she would then, you know, because the man feels, as you guys were discussing, intimidated by her job, right? Would, would she then lose her way of life, her way of living as she was living before in order, literally losing her identity in order to submit to this man now? Yeah, some of them do. Some, some of them, yeah, some of them <laughs> really do and and they their love for the person um i'm not sure if it would be again i'm not sure if they're intimidated by that person it's just the fear of losing that person they will pick the the person mm-hmm. over their career and i don't think that's just um social media either i think i think that depends on the types of career the person has sometimes uh women, a woman might have a job where she stays away you know weekends away or she has to travel to america paris and so on 
and the man gets jealous. Well, who are you in the hotel with? You know, oh, was he with George again? George always got, and it could be a case where she's like, you know what, I can't be bothered with the argument. You are my partner, I have chosen you, so I will, you know, I'll give up that job. I'll take another job just to please you. It's not because she's intimidated, it might be. And him as well, because sometimes it's the way around. It could be just, you know what, I want peace. I don't want a relationship that's based on arguments or distrust and and so on. So, And this probably goes... I'm, tr- I'm trying to look at roles as well that might be... that I'm thinking are a bit more common as well. So say a man is like a, a, a personal trainer, for instance. I imagine he gets it all day from his partners that you're a personal trainer, you're training all these fit young women. In some cases, you're putting your hands on them to teach them proper posture and stuff like that. I can't imagine that must be easy for partners of of personal trainers. Mm-hmm. That in itself, but is that intimidated or is that insecure? Mm-hmm. What would then that word be now? So this is the way, there's a thin line between that word intimidation, isn't it? Hmm. And I think we have to be careful of these shorthand words that we use. Just like when we say a black woman's labeled aggressive, when really the word we should be using is you're forthright or you're confident or you're assertive. Mm-hmm. But we quick, we, we, we're quick to go to these easy words. Mm-hmm. And maybe black women need to start calling out men who feel intimidated by them and say, no, my friend, you're not intimidated mm-hmm. by me. You're insecure. Or, or your I bring challenge. up your challenge. Or your challenge. Yes. <laughs> I think we need to use more positive words that makes a man stop and think, hang on, is it that I'm challenged? On a real, I need to raise my game. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, intimidation becomes inspiration. Mm-hmm. My woman inspires me. She doesn't intimidate me. She inspires me. Do you see what I'm saying? Because I know the minute I fall below a certain level, there's a, there's a mile long queue waiting to snap her off my hands. So you know what? I, keep, I, I, I stick to my A game just for my woman. Exactly. I, I think with with that that approach, uh, a, a woman then saying to man, you're not intimidated by my... I think that, again, that just puts it back further and makes it harder for her. Because if I'm of that mindset, I'm already seeing her as a strong black woman. I am already intimidated by her. I might not be saying it, but I am. I then approach her for and real. she says to me, I'm not, mm-hmm. you're not intimidated because of my... And you're intimidated... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I was just asking where the toilet was. I'm gonna make my excuses and leave. You know that that on top of the strong. No, that's too much. And I think, yeah, I, I think people, I, I realize that. Yeah, I think that's just another thing that would not. But I'm saying that that would be another thing that turns me off. Okay. Yeah. But actually, she's got a, a mouth on her that just started from nowhere, and I didn't need to know all of that. And you know what? That's the funniest thing. I think with a lot of black women who are strong and successful, they're not shy about letting their opinions be known. Yeah. They will be quite forthright (laughs) and tell you as it is. And I think a lot of us black guys... So, okay. Have we been sold a myth by society? This... I mean, because we live in the Western world and and the Western world constantly challenges these tropes or ideas about, like we say, identity that the woman has to be the submissive one, the man has to be the dominant one. And I think we've internalized that for so long, anything that feels, that seems to, um, is exhibited outside of those sort of uh, perspectives or whatever, we automatically feel threatened by it or intimidated by it. Like, uh uh-oh, this woman is moving kind of forceful. 
like she's taken the lead. We've been pulled over by police. And before I've even had a chance to hot up the police officer, my woman's all already down his throat, reading him his rights. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yo, what are you trying to do? You, you're going to get me shot here. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think it depends on it the does. type of person you are as the man. Because um, mm. you might want a woman that's like that. You mm. might want that strong woman that, before I even say it, officer, you know, my woman's a solicitor. She's just read you the right act. Thank you. We'll be on our way. Mm. Like, baby, I'm so proud mm. of how you handled that. But there are some other mm. guys that be like, why doesn't she just be quiet and let me handle it? I'm the man. Shut your mouth. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Shut up. You're, ma- um, you're, making, it, you're making it worse. Like, you're shut making up. it worse. Because like, some people, men and women, so I'm not going to just, but, you know, it, when it comes to a woman, sometimes it's seemingly worse if she's always talking and, and, and is the big mouth one in it. It's like, why? Mm. why it's almost like, why hasn't she, doesn't she know her place? And that is a very Western mm. mentality, mm. you know, the housewife mm. mentality, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think it is, I, I, yeah, I think it is more of a Western, a, a Western, oh, is it? No, I, I would agree because Carolyn said this earlier about when you think about, say, in Africa, for instance, or in, in certain other communities or whatever, the roles are clearly defined. A woman, a stay-at-home woman, whether she's working or not, but looking after the children and and looking after the home, that's naturally recognised in the village that that is the, your domain. A yeah. man can't make no decisions about what we have for dinner. No. Now, I'm sorry, he can tell you what you would like to have for dinner, but the <laughs> woman is just... telling you what is going to be for dinner. Yeah. The kids, all your job is, daddy, is go and earn the peas and give me money for their school books and their crepes. Yeah. You can't ask me no questions about but, 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 but why. No, that's the woman's yeah. domain. That's the territory. Do you understand? You can't get involved and vice versa. Yeah. So I don't know like maybe we we don't want to accept that there are boundaries or that there are defined roles because i think this is where the west confuses a lot of things the west makes everything seem so open and fluid and transitional all the time that it's very hard for the everyday person to know where they stand with anything and with human beings whenever we don't have a clear answer we've got things like cognitive dissonance it's a confusion and it leads to frustrations and And i'll just jump in that um for example, I'm a Mackenzie friend at law. I represent people in court. Now, I realise mm-hmm. that communication, the language that is used, right? Mm. Language is very powerful. Hence why I'm still on this word intimidation. That, For example, mm-hmm. there's a scenario where they will say to you, he was told to leave, but then the police will say, that the, the opposition lawyer will say he was encouraged to leave. So they use the mm-hmm. words mm-hmm. of language to manipulate as a tool. Mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. and then the person mm-hmm. would, would you know would win the case or lose the case so language is very important when it comes to like or um how to express and unpack that word that you're using although you say mm-hmm. you don't want to accept it as that or you want to accept it in a certain way it's also to do how you use the word to assert what it is that you mean or what it is the mm-hmm. result that you want out of that word that is which is used you see so when i say mm-hmm. oh the woman would say okay you feel challenged by me intimidation is like for example a police officer taking in a police cell mm. is intimidating you take words out of you you did it tell us the truth mm-hmm. but you feel under pressure that form of power that is so superior 
right? Mm. Will make you feel wanna react a certain way. Oh, I don't care. I've, I've left this relationship now. Mm. You understand? So um, mm-hmm. I do believe that you know there's lot different roles, principles in different cultures, understanding different way of life. All of that matters. All of that are part of factors of black men and black female relationships. I think once again, the, the, the whole, the way this question, how we kind of discussed it, it kind of makes me think once again, when you think about the tears or, or, or the rungs of the ladder of superiority that we exist in, one, as black people, we always at the bottom of the ladder, number one. But the black woman, once again, is the one holding up this whole ladder. She's always, so any move she makes in an upward trajectory must always be stamped on. So a black woman cannot express her power, her strength, without it intimidating someone. As I said, in the white world, both male and female, a black assertive woman is aggressive. Now, to us in the black community, a strong, self-sufficient, assertive black woman is seen as intimidating. Can we give our sisters a breakout here? Because that's, it, it just feels like more and more as I listen to these things, it's like the pre- we, we're quite well versed in the pressures facing black men for the most part. But I think we've never stopped to really think about what are we doing to our sisters, our mothers and our daughters? What examples are we setting them? And I think from this conversation, the, 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 the one thing I think I can take from this is black guys need to get a grip of themselves and start looking at or, or dealing with these challenges more as is it an insecurity is it should it be a source of inspiration should it be something i'm proud of or that should it should i be more proud of black women i think we need to be looking at it more from that from those angles and we need to teach that more to our men rather than perpetuating this idea of Black, successful black women are intimidating black men. I think any black man that's intimidated by a successful, strong black woman, and by that I'm not excusing any black woman who abuses those powers. But um, if it's a strong black woman who exhibits all largely positive traits with with her strength and her power, that should be commended, applauded, and supported. But I think any black woman then who's abusing that because I earn good money. I'm independent, blah, blah, blah. Because I think sometimes some ratchet chicks do get it twisted. Yeah, you're ratchet. You ain't got no man. Probably because your attitude's things. That's why no man can deal with you. You've poured all your energy into your job and your life and your work and all of that. So you're earning good. You're living good. That does not make you a strong black woman because you're still ratchet. Mm. (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? And I think there's also that element to some of these women who try to scream that men are intimidated by me i don't think it's all and again as always is the case the minority have a greater impact on the on the majority so those few minority women who exhibit these horrible traits because they're so-called independent and whatever mess it up for a lot of for, for, for a lot of other strong assertive successful black women so that kind of even segues into that conversation about why more and more um, of our women are maybe looking outside the race or more and more sorry more black men are complaining about I don't want a black woman I want to go 
somewhere else because black women are too this, black women are too that. Not realizing that the ones that have exhibited those traits, he should never be looking at in the first place. They don't represent or speak for the majority of successful, strong black women. Mm. But if that's all he's coming across and he's now walking away from, from it, he's throwing the baby out of the bathwater. So how do we teach this then? Now, I think this podcast is really important and imperative from what the discussions we've been having. Um, it mm-hmm. really needs to be um, opened up to both black men and black women somehow. You know, we, you know, hear other opinions. I reckon you can do a Zoom for this, are they? Mm-hmm. Well, we could do. Would you guys be up for that? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I think as powerful as I think a conversation we've just had about this topic, I still feel like a lot of voices need to also be heard or a lot of other perspectives need to be heard. I remember I was joking last week to um, Jones about having this conversation means I'm going to have to go and find some roadmen mm. to come because they also need to be the ones to hear some of the responses we've had to this idea because I imagine it's a lot of it's a bunch of roadmen or non-ambitious type of guys that are screaming this talk because I, don't, I, I can't see a young black man who's on the up in his career or in his life in his business whatever it is looking at a strong black woman and getting intimidated by that I imagine a lot of men are actually turned on by that or they actually switched on to that you see what I'm trying to say I, maybe I just want to dispel that myth I don't know, eh? Because there's been times I've been out with the boys. We've seen someone, and one of them has piped up. Other guys have piped up, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna." And we, the rest of us been like, "Bruv, she's out of your league. Don't sit down, please." <laughs> we know you, and no, no, sit down. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been. You got no chance. But we've been like, dude, no, no, she's she's Stop out. Stop putting money down on the table, bruv. I'm you <laughs> twenty pound. You can't get that. Yeah, bro. Listen, you listen. You couldn't even chip on this bottle that we just bought on this table. So, you, you, please do yourself a favor and just sit down. You see, she came in a Bentley. So, you know, I, I think sometimes, it, it, <laughs> as good as it sounds, sometimes it's not the individual. Sometimes it is the people that they surround yourself with, for good or bad. Because you know, if exactly. I saw a woman that I know, she's what we consider the strong black woman. She's doing very well. And I know one of my friends who may not be doing as well in whatever, however, in life. Just, let's just say in life, mm. I might say to him, there's a good possibility I'll say to him, bro, no, 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 no. Because I know what she's looking for. And she is looking for time, somebody who's on the same level as her. Somebody who yeah. either a, a table like her table or join and add to her table. But bro, she's not really going to be into you right now. You've got... You're just not on her level. I would probably say that to him. I've had it said to me, you know, when he was younger. No, no, don't, don't, don't. This is what you're looking for. That's what she's looking for. Two different things. Don't waste your time. You know, and so, yeah, not just the uh, person. It could be your the people that you're with, your circles. You know, I think, that, again, it, it, for the woman as well, sometimes her friends will say it. Like you said, four sisters. I can imagine it might be daunting if they three sisters are doing really well and that one comes in and say I've met this guy and they say oh what's he like and he doesn't meet their standards and they might tell her you know what yes he's not for you yeah and yeah and I know that happens a lot 
I, I know that happens a lot and it probably goes both ways as well yeah because as I said I actually know that family as well and when you meet the guys they almost all seem like they've kind of given up like they have no voice in in that household you know no oh, swear wow. down it, it's like you go to a family function with them or whatever the guys are just mute muted do you see what I'm saying it's like they almost can't do or say anything out of line just stand there and be pretty like wow. when did that apply to guy should be seen <laughs> and not heard <laughs> because 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 four strong black women <laughs> and sisters trust they, me they will eat each man alive and at the end of the day you men aren't brothers we're all sisters so it's gonna be four against one and we'll pick you down you know, individually <laughs> so. this thing always reminds me of that line in in in, in 300 you know where the the emissary the messenger comes and he's saying whatever he's saying to leonidas and the queen say something back to him and he looked at him like say how dare her or how dare you let her talk to me like that and she said it's because over here it takes spartan women to raise spartan men yeah and i think we to start going back to having that kind of pride in our black women like yeah how big a tree you think i am whatever fruit you think i'm bearing recognize the black female is the trunk she's the roots you understand whatever ratings whatever shade you get from this tree whatever fruit you get from this tree the black woman is the trunk like recognize that and i think we we need to go we need to we need to do that and this is probably why i get so frustrated sometimes when i think i see black women selling their bodies or trading in their femininity or their sexuality for for crumbs basically because i think we've they've become so objectified no one values them for anything beyond their base desires I think you black men what? need to and, kind of um, get more. And then, you know, Ade, I, I, as you know, I just came back from Turkey yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I'm from Uganda. A lot of Ugandan girls are sent to Turkey to do prostitution, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you go there and you're a black girl and there's not, all those old Nigerians, Cameroonian, they think you're from Uganda, they think you do the same thing. So the men mm-hmm. will instantly offer you money for sex right mm-hmm. and i believe there's a lot of slaves uh, slave trade sex trades going on in regards to black women that are taken from africa and all of that and that could also be a part of something that needs to be spoken about it's so sad what's going on over there it's I, okay I think, so I think, I think that's um i think that's 100% based on where you are because in the Caribbean, for example, um, I'm from Barbados, and we get a lot, a lot of women come, come over from Guyana, Trinidad, and they do similar work. And now that's black, almost black on black. But then if you go to Eastern European, you know, there's people that come from um, from from Algeria, Romania, and go to Germany and Russia and do the same kind of thing. So I think it's relative to where you are, um, because some of those countries, there are no black prostitutes. It's all white, but they are white from different uh countries different areas of russia um china and japan is the same kind of thing i do understand your point don't get me wrong i, I do in devaluing the black woman so why take a black woman from africa to turkey to do that yes it's money but they, we do it here there's there's people that take it from africa over here to do the same thing so but i think it's more than just black women although i'm black and i know we always talk about black but it's one of those gray areas where it's not just black women it's women it's usually more underprivileged women that that happens too. 
interesting. Quite interesting. Uh, this discussion has been quite good, and I think we should open mm. it up a bit more wider. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it will see other people's perspective because you know learning continues. So um, for sure, for sure. I will be leaving you now. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna discuss a bit more in detail, you know, soon. Okay. Well, before you go, we're go- I'm gonna wrap it up anyway. Um, but what I usually like to do at the end of these, because I like to look for potential solutions. But before I do that, um, I want to ask, firstly, do we, one, think we even answered that question? Or tell me what you kind of got from the conversation. And if you've got any suggestions for what the follow-up of this conversation can be or what we could advise listeners based off the back of the question that we started this conversation with. I think we touched on it. Um, we did cover some mm-hmm. areas. Um, again, I think we kind of went off track a little bit, probably I'd say near the end. Mm. Okay. So how would you kind of bring it back to the question? And what would you say you took away from the discussion that was at least closely aligned to the question? What would you say you took away from the answers? the conversation to be fair i didn't take anything away from the answers i just um listened to everybody else's viewpoints and opinions Mm -hmm. and just kind of noted them it hasn't really changed my perspective at all so so you still Um, think black women are intimidated or intimidating black men yeah i still think so i still think we Mm -hmm. generally have that in our society nowadays. Um, and I think, I personally think it's going to continue to get that little bit worse, if I'm honest. And what's your solutions or your suggestions to overcome it or to address it? That's a whole new topic that I think we need to discuss. And I think that's how we discuss um, how, we, how we're bringing up the males and the females, the roles that each of those are playing, because we can't still use the same tools that our parents used to bring us up because the times have changed and I think some people are still trying to use those tools and tactics as when they came over from the Caribbean from my background Caribbean they came over from the Caribbean they're using those because that's what they know to bring up the children in today's society and I think the children have changed everything's evolved so we need to kind of move with the time and times and think about the parenting tactics from that aspect I'm not saying completely change it, but we need to kind of pay attention to Adapt that a little bit. If all so that we think for the yeah. for So we don't have that role of, we don't have that role which we touched on mm-hmm. last week where um someone said that most of the men are um brought up to basically not really take care of themselves and they rely on a woman, whereas a woman's brought up to cook, clean, do mm-hmm. all of that. I think the roles have changed mm-hmm. slightly. Okay. Carolyn or Jay? So, okay, real quickly, what I took away from it, I think there's different forms of intimidation from what I've heard through the conversation. And uh, basically, there's the material form of intimidation that, you know, materialistically, uh, you could look intimidating because of the job that you do, work that you do, the assets that you own. But in terms of values and potential and uh, character, that's another aspect of um, 
you know, where someone can be intimidated by that, then, if, if you want to use the word intimidation, then I also uh, heard that the surroundings, like the people, your peers that you hang around with, can also help develop or shape you in regards to how you as a man carry yourself. And, and I, I believe these are good tools in regards to see, to, to, to tell the difference of the different, as the word that's been used, intimidation levels, okay? Um, and I could, from the theme of the topic, there's power struggle. The power, the, the, you know, uh, someone wanting to have more power than the women wanting to have more, could be seen as wanting, having more power than the man. Um, but then it also boils down to being equally yoked, having the same values and understanding each other as well could also play a role. So I would look forward to opening up to a wider audience to hear a bit more sort of other people, how they think. But overall, good discussion. Thank you. Jay? Um, yeah, to follow the great discussion. Um, what I've taken from it, a few things. One is that there is no one answer. So if we're trying to figure the one answer to it, I think we'll be here forever and a day. It comes down to each individual, uh, each individual man, what their goals, aspirations are and how they see women individually. Because um, how I look at a strong woman might not be the same as as you do. What's intimidating for me might not be intimidating for somebody else. Um, mm. It's a mindset and it's kind of what I think society has a big role to play in it as well and, and how we look on ourselves as men and women in society. You know, uh, making a strong black woman what because she speaks a certain way, because she carries herself a certain way, because she has a certain job, or is it just because you know what another person might see that as assertive, confident, and and like that? Uh, I missed the one the week before about men not. I think you said not not taking care of themselves and. Again, I, I never say most because none of us know most men, but we could speak for the proportion that we know. But I think that also does have a, a, a little bit of a part to play in it. Men knowing their role, women knowing what is seemingly their role, um, and just how, how you move on from there. You know, because if you're in a relationship and that person needs to needs to be the one that buys everything, needs to be the, the, the one who takes it out on a restaurant. If it's her that does that, yet he wants to be that person, it's not going to work. And he's going to see that as intimidating for him. But it's been a really good conversation. But um, yeah, I think the main thing is there is no one answer that's going to solve it and get to the bottom of why it's looked like that. I think there's going to be a lot of education that's required on both sides. So women to understand why men think like that and men to understand why women think like that as well. By will be the individuals. Absolutely amazing. Seriously, thank you guys for for all your thoughts and your views and more importantly your time just to even take part in this conversation um, I, I think I agree in large to almost everything that's been kind of said and discussed and this is the challenge we have in conversations like this I think you identified that right that there's never a sort of um, magic bullet that answers everything um, and instead we see it for where it is it's again one of the other complex things that we face as a community uh, and particularly our relationships um, with each other I think 
there's a there's a lot of work to be done around re-educating ourselves around either like we say gender roles and something jay said also about updating our definitions and updating our perspectives to fit in modern contemporary life or at least western life um but most definitely i think if we're going to have a follow-up for this one and i think i'm going to save this as a segment as one of, of a few segments on still this same topic because i'm still keen on looking at solutions to these problems that assail us so ultimately the fact that we've not been able to come out with any one particular sort of answer for this we need to find something that we can put in a digestible format for listeners that says these are our recommendations but i think on the whole we've we've had a decent enough discussion and i think different people will take away from it Mm -hmm. what they will um i wouldn't even try to summarize it right now because i think i'll do it a great injustice and a disservice um but there's there's definitely still work we need to do and i think it still just boils down to more and more education and lastly i would hope that a conversation piece like this goes some way to add into that education um for all of our listeners so thank you guys all again um your views are very very much appreciated from me um and i love just always having these kind of discussions with you so if you're available next week we will continue again same time same day yeah brilliant thank you thank you all and have a great evening you too thanks so much guys see you Bye. Bye. bye 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 bye